Last time on Dice Funk, Amen. Do you know anything about something called the Kitsune? There, there, I think, is one trying to mess with town, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I became governor, uh, Voya told me to not have contact with the yokai in the area. Is there some kind of super secret way we can tell if someone is secretly a shape-shifted kitsune? <laughs> the detective casts moon something, and that reveals shapeshifters. So, that's a thing I know. Mm. So once again, you don't know anyone with, like, secret intel on how Laszlo is puppeting the whole town or anything? No. I mean, goblins don't live that long. If I'm going to be 100% honest with you, Voya and Laszlo are both probably quite elderly. Eight. Oh, that's only one. <laughs> that's that's not ideal. Uh, so you get one uh, usable uh, thing of alcohol. You can tell me about that and add that to your inventory, and that's your best weapon against mold. But if somebody practiced hard and learned, then it would become more manageable. That is my understanding. The Kalashtar are fighting against the, the bad quarry who want to take over the world, and so people take upon themselves the great burden of merging. That would be very brave. That would make someone really brave. I think you just need to help me to learn how to focus on one kind of thought and cultivate that kind. And then out of my eyes and mouth and nose and ears comes uh, me out of the demon into her eyes, nose, mouth, and ears. And then sun, moon, stars are one again. Neelith, you're working the grill, I think, making, you know, some canapes or something for people. And your face tentacles are, like, holding a spatula, holding a whisk. Uh, And suddenly uh, you see your hands holding the spatula and the whisk as two green uh, humanoid hands. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's normal. That's a normal thing. Yep. Yep. That's that's very... That's that's fine. Yep. Definitely. The egregore stood silent vigil over Grendel. And, while no one was looking, it sprouted nine beautiful foxtails. Yes. No, what's that? Oh, yeah. Just type it in and press play. See where it takes you. Okay, I'll do that uh-huh. just, just now. Right now. <laughs> this is a new podcast. This okay, is Alan everyone. Tutorial with three, Stan. With three characters down for this episode. Just <laughs> I'm saying, just going to be watching head. Alan Tutorials. I, I, it's, it's been years since I've heard Alan Tutorials. Is that, is that a preview of anything for the future, Mari? Is that going to be a preview of uh, Slime's upcoming video series? Well, slime slime Tutorial? Was... <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be so scary. How to slime. <laughs> um, no, but slime wants Neelith to come over to show them something amazing. 
Uh-huh. 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 Oh yeah, you forgot about that. Okay. What what's what's being what's being shown to Neelith? You'll see. <laughs> okay. I guess Neelith will. So alluring question mark. <laughs> I I'm curious now, in what form has this invitation been delivered? Is it as mysterious as you're making it here? Is 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 Sun Moon Slime <laughs> just going, hey? First of all, it's Slime Moon Stars. Sorry, Slime Moon I think, Stars. I My think apologies. Slime Moon Stars sent you a sent you a DM on Grindel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, you are. No, got this is not one of those you. tricks where <laughs> so, where Sun Moon Stars post pictures of themselves and the last picture is of Slime looking disgusting, and they're like, "Actually, we're here for a three-way." <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh no! Okay, remember those bisexual couples? Like, oh, it's a girl. Oh, the last photos of her. (laughs) And it's slime, just a pile of goo on the floor. Like, no, but that's not us. Okay. Okay. That's not. Not yet, at least. Not yet, at least. Accepts the suspected three-way invitation and comes over. It is not a three-way invitation. (laughs) Hive mind and brood queen looking for NSA fun. It's not a three-way, but if it was, it'd be absolutely disgusting and not sexual in any way, okay? It would be so too it, it, sexual. It would be like when Data and the Borg Queen flirted in that one yes. Star Trek movie, when you're like, I know this is what this is supposed to be, but I hate it. Please make it stop. I'm just like, I'm watching that and I'm like, oh, this is how uh, asexual people feel seeing sex happen. Oh, God. Uh, actually... Kinda, yeah. This must be how this must be how it feels if you're straight and see 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 gay people having sex, or vice versa. I guess like this is eh, just uh, honestly that's honestly it's more tolerable for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> and it's not even like Borg Queen X Data couldn't have been sexy. Like I'm sure there's a fanfic, oh, yeah, but they made it so uncomfortable. So, <laughs> as 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 much as I am suspicious of Slime Moon Stars' invitation, um, Neelith trusting as anything goes okay this is probably innocent and fine whatever whatever no not a <laughs> not a suspicious bone in her very floppy body there will be soon <laughs> I can't believe this is how we started. I was just on Weekly Manga Recap, and Nick was like, "Yeah, your show's real horny, right?" And I was like, "No, it's a show about socialism." <laughs> it is a show about socialism. What does the weird squid see? <laughs> 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 There's a spectre hell. haunting Europe. The spectre of uh, Slime's invitation to Neelith. <laughs> Neelith knocks on the door and opens the door and walks in and sees. I prefer the original translation. There's a hobgoblin haunting Europe. That feels more appropriate to what's happening. Here. Nice, nice. <laughs> I like that in German, the word for spirit and spectre and ghost is just the same. So, like, for example... Hegel's phenomenology of the spirit in English, like direct translation, is just the phenomenology of ghosts, and I love that so much. <laughs> just like I, that sounds like a philosophy pamphlet I would write. <laughs> it seems like it'd be a lot harder to have a D and D monster manual because they get so much mileage out of synonyms. They're like fifteen different creatures right. that are just the same <laughs> concept yeah. but given different yeah. names. Right, Un- like there's yep. every undead is just a different language word for undead. <laughs> right, ne- Neelith, Neelith has come to visit. 
Mari, what do I say? Oh, we're doing it right now? I was just, like, thrown in the air. I assumed we were. You, you, you opened the episode saying that there's something for Neela to see. You've set up the table. Now it's your time to flip it, okay? So okay, just... well, I didn't know if our god, Austin, was going to let us do it. Austin can't stop us. I want to know what's in, in the, mis- the mystery corner. What's in the mystery corner? If, if Austin wanted to stop you, they would have tried and failed already by now. Neela cares not for the main plot right now. What's What's the mystery? Neela, thanks for coming. Yes, we're very glad that you came. Would you oh like to God. join us? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, I have no preconceptions about what my, this, this might be about, so yes, I would love to. <laughs> Come, follow us to our crypt home. And then Sun Moon Star starts walking down the steps of a crypt. And But you notice as you follow her that on the walls it seems to be tendrils of slime. But something tells you it's not slime, it's something else. And then you would just hear very faintly something that sounds exactly like a baby's cry. But you know that it isn't. You just know it's not. Uh Uh-huh. And you're following... Uh. What? Now this is the Call of Cthulhu campaign. involuntary noises. I am just... I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep quiet. It's too much. Come, Neela. We want to show you what we made. And she's walking down. And the crying gets louder. And then you see what looks like uh, a baby like crib. But it's made of stone. Like there used to be someone who buried a baby here. (laughs) And out of it is coming all of these horrifying tendrils, pulsating, moving. And you hear it, and it's louder. But sometimes the crying goes way too deep or way too high, trying to imitate different sounds. But you know that it's crying. And you look over the crib as Sly Moon Stars (laughs) stands over it, smiling, so proud. And inside is a pile of mold and one part of it keeps inflating with air and then another part of it that sticks out like a tube is making the sounds you can see the entrance of the tube moving kind of like a mouth but floppier as it cries (laughs) this is our child yes i made a bunch of blank slimes and put them in this hole You've, you've, you've done. Li- you've invited literally the perfect person to meet your baby because Neela's just a mass of tentacles. Really, when we get down to it, it's fine right. with this. This is exactly what I was going to say. It's not Call of Cthulhu. It's reverse Call of Cthulhu. Exactly. If anything, the tentacle monster is going to roll for sanity. Uh, I, totally, <laughs> I think what you see is is Neelith sort of float over very excitedly and sort of look back and forth between between the the the, the child and between between uh, slime moon stars and goes, "Can can I can I hold them? They're so cute." <laughs> You can try, they might fall apart. That's okay, they're perfect the way they are. That's okay, I'll leave, I'll, I'll leave them there and just admire them from a distance, that's so cute! This is an experimentation of offspring. I'm hoping that they will become more independent in thought. I, I am really, I'm really happy for you both, this is so lovely. I'm, I'm, I'm real happy for you. And Neelith's gonna try and bring them both in, uh, bring, bring, and Neelith's gonna try and bring them into a hug. Yay! Yeah. Thank you for your support, Neelith. We knew you'd understand. This is the future. 
I mean, I'm not going to suggest this is the future for everyone, but I am no stranger to non-standard reproductive cycles, and I am excited that you have found one that seems to have worked for you. Yes, I'm hoping that I can raise this much like a child and it's not going to grow up to be insane, because I'm hoping it will go only from outside inputs, and your voice would be a great outside input for it to grow to. Oh, that's really lovely to hear. That's really sweet. Hi. And Neelith is just going to start just doing little baby talk at this pile of of, of child. Pile of child. <laughs> pile of child. Pile of child. <laughs> what? My new metal band. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's Wait, like no, it's an actual cradle of filth. No, <laughs> it's cradle no. of filth. It's an actual cradle yeah. of filth. Yeah. Fuck. Literal. Oops. Neelith will turn around and go. I I I don't have any like children's books or anything, but I can just like read read cookery books to them if that would help. Whatever information you think is would make them normal. <laughs> I desire to be normal, mother. Please. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a it's a start. It's the best place I know where to start. Following rules and having positive end results. We'll try that. And with that, the child pile sticks out one of its horrifying tendrils and sticks to your face, and its cry screams louder. <laughs> that means it likes you. Neelith oh. ne- is is actively overjoyed at this. <laughs> since I refuse, since I refuse to integrate it, I can't tell if it's going insane or if it's developing a new type of thinking. I mean, I, What's the difference? If 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 it would help, I'm always willing to have a little brain poke around and see how they're doing. If that's a thing that you would appreciate or benefit from. All right, slime wanted to tell you something about that. It seems like you were upset that you weren't allowed to poke in people's brains. Yes, I wanted to let you know that even though mine would be an un- unknowable nightmare landscape. You can poke around in my neural connections. It might be un- understandable to you, but if you want to, you can. It's 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 not a it's not exactly that. It's I appreciate the offer. I'm I'm just bad at people, and this is sometimes a shortcut. But I feel like but just I feel like out of everyone in town, I can just talk really directly with you, and you talk very directly with me, and that's fine. And therefore, I it's it's okay. I I feel like I I know how to how to how to communicate with you all right without that. That's wonderful. That means I've successfully learned the language of the flesh. Would you like to look into our slime baby's head to see if they're insane or not yet? I I <laughs> sure. Let me let me let me let me ha- let me do that if that's what you would like. Um I think the dungeon master's guide has optional rules for sanity. Give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> uh yep, there is. Uh let's 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 go ahead and pull up the rules here. So, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to um detect thoughts on on the cradle of filth baby. <laughs> I'm so glad that's sticking. Do you think all babies are insane until they learn how to communicate and forget their insanity because it was so upsetting? Isn't that the plot of baby geniuses? Yes. Isn't that, isn't that the plot of Boss Baby? Um, I haven't seen Boss Baby. 
No, getting a lot of boss baby vibes from this. Legitimately, there are some <laughs> studies that that suggest that that infants start building memories and then stop uh, lose all the memories they built when they they develop language skills. That is apparently a legitimate um, theory. A friend of mine said that like babies, uh, you know, like babies and then children are just uh, over the over the course of several years tripping balls on the like experience of having not been and now being. Yeah, and it, I've just can't stop thinking about that. Like, yeah, that's that's exactly what's going on. You're connecting all sorts of weird neurons in your head that have never connected right. before, and going, "What the fuck is all this?" All of a sudden, you just are now. Ye- years of learning how to parse sensory data. It's you know, it's kind of kind of wild. By the way, um, I just want to say on behalf of Dice Punk Incorporated that your audition to DMing something down the line, Mari, is going swimmingly. <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. Yeah, please uh, do a horror one shot. I try to avoid. Uh, narrator voice, as I call it. I find it uh, unpleasant usually, but you nailed it there. That was a great example of narrator <laughs> voice. We'd like to, yeah, like, like, we like to offer you a position immediately. Uh. <laughs> Austin, what happens when I try and scan this thing's <laughs> thoughts? Uh, intelligence saving throw. I mean, looking into Slime's mind is like lighting yourself on fire to stay warm. It's just, it's... 19! I mean, perfect. You don't sustain any uh, long-term trauma from this. Uh, I guess you two collaborate. Do, do I learn anything of interest? I mean, it's kind of up to Mari what you learn. I don't want to make that decision for the character, but uh, I think this is as successful as you can imagine. The baby is a creature outside of myself, so that, I don't know, I feel like that should be up to... Up to chance. Well, well, it, like, like it basically, you could presume, though, uh, Mario, like what a fairly blank slime mold canvas might be in this case, right? What would you? I mean, mm-hmm. I think Mari ac- accidentally answered the question there, which is like, how separate is the baby from slime? And if they're, if you've been successful in your experiment, then yeah, it's not as overwhelming because you don't have like hundreds or thousands of years of experience in your, you know, the chemistry of this creature. Mm-hmm. That's like slime molds don't have brains. They are just like chemistry uh, beings. It's, it's really fascinating, actually. So like looking into this is very alien. It's like... You know, it's like psychedelic, but it's not a bad trip. Like if you had failed the intelligence role, you'd be like, oh, no, I've seen too far. I've dug too deep. <laughs> uh, they- yeah, since they've been taken care of, they don't know suffering yet. So it should probably be a good LSD trip. It's a mellow high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I can't say anything for certain yet, but right now I'm getting I'm getting good vibes in there. Good. I was worried the lack of feeding them brains would make them go insane, but it seems as if the slower amount of information absorption is going well. Are they happy? I... It's it's tough to say, but I'm, I'm not sensing any unhappiness in there. Oh, wonderful. That's great. We've been doing a very good job of only feeding it biomatter and no neurons. I, I, well, well done. You seem to be, whatever you're doing seems to be going well. Oh no, is this, like, is this baby going to try neurons at some point and it's just going to be, like, cracked to it? Maybe. <laughs> oh, jeez. Or, or maybe they'll be a truly vegan slime. That's, that's a problem for the season finale, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All kids go through that phase where they want to try neurons. True. <laughs> Look, it's better if you just let them try neurons at home in a safe setting. Where did you get your neurons when you were growing up? Because I mean, I had to rely on some weird sources with that. 
but oh, they would just fall on top of slime, you know, when they died. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not about it. I'm not about like you know. Back in, what back about in you, Mari? Not oh, slime. Oh, when the I ate brains. Yeah, yeah. Nineties <laughs> <laughs> kids remember. Well, there's yeah. some like um, Mexican tacos that have calf <laughs> brains in them. I don't know if I've had them though. I can't remember. Many cultures eat brains. I've eaten brains before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Oh, really? I it always like people are like, oh, it's made out of lipids. I'm like, does that mean it tastes good? Or... <laughs> there's also like loads of animal, like loads of small, I don't know, like fish or whatever that you just eat the whole thing. Side yeah. note, you should not eat human brains because it's very possible you can get that one brain thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah prions disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about this earlier, and the the audience was like, it's pronounced prion, Austin. And I was like, damn, never heard it out loud hey, before. Look, I would know that maybe if I'd eaten brains, but I haven't, and I don't have it, so it's fine. I'm sorry I, I'm sorry I learned by reading so much. I'm sorry I just read a million books a second. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, audience. Actually, it's suspicious that you do know how it's pronounced. How's that brain? Huh? Tasty? You little freak. <laughs> so there's no way we could possibly top what just happened. So we might want to just wrap it up for the week. Um, unless we want to try to continue with the story. That's a nice little bonus episode. It, we'll, give it a, we'll give it a try. You know, just set your sights low because it can only go down from here. <laughs> I mean, we got, we got a lot of implications to dig through with Slime Moon Stars, so. All right, so actually, I think we're going to turn the mic over to Sophie, whose character has to give the team their new mission. Uh, I think the uh, natural setting for this is in front of the Egregore. Um, the brutal cold weather has uh, eased up a bit, but there are clouds, dark clouds gathering. You feel that some new weather complication is coming soon. But there, this is a merciful break where it's only normal cold, which is still very cold on this mountain. But it's not uh, Constitution saving throw cold. So, uh, Philippa, Governor Heck, take it away. What are we concerned about this week? First, you have to imagine Philippa is getting ready for this meeting. And uh, she says to Nobi, who's in his little flower pen in her office, she's like... Uh, I need to talk to uh, the whole Moist Watch. Sound the hurdy gurdy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love saying hurdy gurdy in her voice. That's that's the whole thing. Okay, so uh, <laughs> valid, valid. Just just big, big capital V, valid on that. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So um, she would be in uh, her best her best cape to keep warm. I know it's not bitingly cold, but, you know, she'll still be bundled up. And she's like, um... <clears throat> okay, Moistwatch, this is, as you know, the Egregore. And as you all know, it takes on the qualities of the citizens of our village. So, who notices anything peculiar about the Egregore? It, it, it has a few more tails than it did before. Uh huh. Definitely a slightly suspicious number of tails. Okay, so Neelith, leading the class, uh, do you have any more <laughs> thoughts about uh, what this could mean? I I mean I mean it it seems like the Kitsune is part of the Egregore, which is a problem. And the Kitsune is part of. Man, Philippa was a brutal TA. Yeah, <laughs> part, part of the town, part of the community. So I think that probably yeah. um, the Kitsune is um, here in, in Grendel, and uh, hmm, 
you know, I don't necessarily want to just give you all, like, uh, tell you what to do. Like, you know, I may be your boss, but I'm still, like, your friend, too. So, um, what do we think? Maybe, is the Kitsune around? Uh, well, according to what Mold said, the Kitsune, the very least, was nowhere near the yokai village under the lake uh, due to them being elsewhere to alert the frost giants, but there is a definitely a possibility that they are nearby the vicinity of the village. They are a shapeshifter. They can disguise themselves. I... I was, I did have a passing wonder if perhaps they are someone in town. Is there anyone in town who doesn't have a bit of themselves on the egregore that, that does the Katsune pies there? Aze looks over to like Kat and Nobi for a moment. <laughs> right. And, yeah. then, and, and, and then just like, just looks over to Neil and says, Unless you're proposing that the Tum Tums might be a target, I'm not entirely sure what the Kitsune might be. I can vouch for the Tum Tums. I can I can speak for the Tum Tums. They are good and, and loyal soldiers. God, that would be such a good twist. Maybe in the adaptation, Nobi was the Kitsune the whole time. <laughs> I was gonna say like the the I was gonna say the non mass murdering Aze is the Kitsune. Okay, that's that's the other option. <laughs> does Does anyone know if we get to choose which part? The Egregor gets. I believe it essentially resonates with whatever is hmm, a prominent trait of yours. Cat shuts their eyes and thinks really hard about their princess braids. <laughs> and says, I am a villager of Grendel. Austin, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Neelith floats over and just goes, Help Cat. Put some cat on there. Cat deserves to be on there. <laughs> I, I never wanted to me mechanicalize. That's not really a word. Yeah, gamify yeah. this thing. This is always meant to be a narrative choice. So if cats are ready, then the, the egregore will absolutely respond. Um, it, it is up to you i guess i know that's that feels like i'm just throwing a question back at you but that's how i always <laughs> thought, thought of it. it was a choice cat's ready to try that in that it's like a test of whether they feel like they're accepted in the community and they've kind of pinned those feelings onto the egregore like they don't necessarily have the understanding of the kind of like just opting into the village that way mm -hmm. so they see being on the egregore as more of a like a being accepted I just pulled up the Wikipedia page for Egregore, just to double check all my math here, and it says, The concept has referred to a psychic manifestation or thought form occurring when any group shares a common motivation. Oh. So, it, uh, not only may, maybe that paints your uh, opinion of the Kitsune, mm. uh, but yeah. if, if the motivation of the good of the village of Grendel is uh, in... Is shared. Is yeah. in Cat's sights. If it's not just about Cat, like doing this for themselves if it is genuinely for the village then yes the, the egregore will sp will sprout beautiful uh, braids oh then tragic news for cat <laughs> they're no! entirely fixated on this as like a thing for themselves <laughs> oh no that's not good enough oh <laughs> hmm. this does suggest something about the kitsune and possibly what their motives are but that would indicate a weird an, an, a a conflict 
with their interactions with Mold and, well, the Frost Giants. Yeah, the, there's no indication that Mold is in any way involved with the Egregore. <laughs> right, the Egregore hasn't started looking like Gatorade yet. Well, the, like the but the but like Kitsune using Mold to do certain things and make the make a threat to the village in some forms. Like, how would that align with the village's collective goal about itself? Right, so. Either there's some other ulterior motive that's unknown, or maybe the Kitsune's just, you know, being a, being a, being a, just a bit coy about things. I don't know. It could be, as a, it could be that um, the Kitsune is, thinks that it knows what is best for Grendel, and uh, in, in this sense is aligned with the village being protected. During all of this very sensible discussion of the what the kitsune means, um, Neelith, in an attempt to make Cat feel better, um, is gonna put a couple of her bigger tentacles up like Cat's braids and be like, "See, we match." Cat <laughs> <laughs> was definitely like a little bit uh, wrecked by the result, so that helps. <laughs> that definitely helps. Um, but Philip is gonna be like, um, "So." There are some possibilities to my mind. The Kitsune is somebody around the village that uh, uh, we know and love. Uh, a very kind of The Thing type of situation. If you have ever read the scroll, The Thing by John mm-hmm. Car- Car- uh, Farpenter. <laughs> 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 uh, other, another possibility the kitsune is in a, 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 a as as of yet unseen hiding place and we need to find it so i would ask what are our leads on finding the kitsune so far we could ask mold where is mold i don't know mold can't be too hard to find they are a, inhabiting a frost giant's corpse as carcass or otherwise as we last saw them they're so big. They're 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 huge. Yeah, but also I imagine they probably don't want to show their face too quickly because fire and alcohol exist in town, and we we know what hurts them. What if we just invited them over to hang out? <laughs> I love your optimism. If you want to f- uh, f- figure out where mold is, why don't you roll a nature check? Because of the ten options of places to go in the village, traditionally. Uh, mold is not a- any one of them, but they are an organism whose behavior can be predicted. 13. 18. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I rolled an Aussie rolls an 11 for nature <laughs> in that. Okay, case. so I was looking for a 15. I only got one. That's the 18, and I got a botch. Uh, so while I think about what to do about this botch, do you want to roll for your benefic or malefic, Aussie, and decide if you want to bump this? Uh, because we can yeah, get yeah. To, we can Let's... get there, but. Let's 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 take it. Let's try it out here. It's benefic once again in <laughs> Grendel. Every single roll. Gotta gotta love when you create a a positive or negative mechanic that. Um, have you somehow used a weighted dice in Roll Twenty? <laughs> uh, so uh, in that case, uh, Philippa can add a bonus to their roll. That is going to be a D six. They can add to their roll. Nice. To try to get that to the 15 threshold. Six. Nailed it. That's a 19. Yeah. 
Absolutely, crabsolutely. So I think you all uh, compare notes on what mold would be doing. And I think especially with that scene we just had about not feeding neurons to slime moon star's child, uh, you know that uh, this kind of slime mold, uh, Mari specified they're yellow, which uh, says to me that they're a dog's vomit slime mold, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which, e- which eats dead trees. So you imagine mold is probably taken up uh, residence in the boreal forest or taiga uh, near the edge of the village where famously, uh, I think in episode two or three, you threw a, a dismembered penis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they meet the penis? They have almost certainly absorbed the penis, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, they didn't even talk. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. You weren't there. Uh, but I, my experience, talk uh, is not one of a penis's uh, primary functions. So, Oh. Could, if they like were innovative. I guess, yeah, that's also not one of their strengths. Uh, but with a botch, uh, Neilith, while everyone else is like, oh, yeah, probably in the biggest a collection of dead trees. Oh, yeah, over on the edge of the village. Uh, you, you're looking down, thinking uh, you know, thinking hard, and you catch a, a reflection of yourself in some uh, snow, and you look at your own face, and it's just a goblin. You just have a goblin's face. Green, oh, big ears. Oh, no. Sharp teeth. That's, that's, that's not where mold is. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like that's sounds fucked like, up. That sounds like Neil is having a, 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 a good time. Nothing bad happening right now. Nope. I'm having that bad trip that I. I it, it's just taking a while to arrive from from interacting with the weird baby. I've, I've taken some initiative and rolled a cheeky little insight. Philippa can tell something's up. Yeah, I see that twenty on the insight. So feel free to work that into the role play. You all are talking about we got to find the Kitsune. Mm-hmm. Maybe Mold knows. We know where Mold is. Uh, so maybe it's like the group is about to go off, and you noticed uh, Neilith has uh, blue screened. <laughs> hey, hey, um, Neilith, um, can we? Are you? Do you have a minute? Um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Philippa definitely walks to one side a little bit to get a little bit of privacy and is like, um, you had a, a funny look just now. And I know I wouldn't say anything. People sometimes are just tired or spaced out. That's fine. But you had the exact same look at one time at the party and it kind of worried me. It's it's not a it's not a danger to anyone else. I'm just having a bit of a. Hmm. <sighs> Are you sure? What is it? Neelith looks over and makes sure sort of the rest of the the party sort of isn't, you know, engaged in this conversation. I will say that Aze has, like, without, like, intending to do so, sort of, like, drawn Cat, Nobi, and Slime sort of, like, aside and just talking about the general direction of where mold might be and mapping out like the best way to get there at this time of year. So mm. I would assume that unless anyone wants to try to pay attention, yeah. Ozzy's not paying attention. Okay. Um, Neelith will sort of say to, to Philippa. Um, so I've, I've been um, in this body for a, a while and, you know, it it is it is what it is. I've made it. I've made it my own. I've I've been pretty, pretty comfortable with it. And recently, I have started seeing. I've started seeing the body of the friend who I, I whose body I was given to take over, um, and seeing myself, 
seeing them in myself and it's really throwing me it's it's not it's not me and it's really weird and disconcerting to see someone that doesn't look like me when i look at myself oh i i can't wow i i can't imagine what uh, that is like um is this a normal thing for people i for like um for your lipids? I mean, I'm. I can't speak for other other illithids. They usually take their hosts a lot more, um. with a lot less concern for what the host, um, thinks of the whole situation. They usually, you know, find a good strong body, take it by force, think nothing really more of it. Um. How did you make friends with them as a squidworm? <laughs> is, has, has Slime Moon Stars intruded over into the conversation? <laughs> I'm sorry, I just need to know. <laughs> psychic? I'll just... It's psychic. Never mind. <laughs> M- Mari can ask Laura or, uh, you know, Philippa can just ask, having been Philippa at wouldn't the ask table that. influenced. Okay. <laughs> so. I mean, that is a thing I am happy to answer if it comes up, if a character who is in this conversation brings it up. But... Wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So, do, do is this something that we should be concerned about? Are you having, are you changing in some way? Is this a problem, or is this something psychological? Do you think maybe you should ter- talk to Ruth? If if someone was gracious enough to give me a body, who am I to be so ungrateful as to change the body I was given? You, why would you feel guilty? I thought that your friend wanted you to take their body. They they did, and I was really grateful. And once it was mine, I felt very uncomfortable about the body in ways that I didn't expect to. Um, and I changed it about a bit to make it something more at home to me, and... It's not like I can ask someone who's dead if that's okay to do with their body. It's... it's a lot. I think Philippa puts a hand on Neelith's shoulder and says, um, um, I think this is something that people don't usually have to confront, but it is your body and you don't have to ask anyone's permission. I don't... I know it's mine, and I know I can do what what I want with it, but it still feels like there are expectations about that, like... I feel like I've done something wrong by using his body this way, and I I feel a bit weird about it, and I know, I need to just go talk to Ruth about it. I, I am always here if you need to talk to a friend instead of to a professional. It's like if you want to talk to a friend instead of a smoking hot governor, just saying. Listen, I listen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we pencil in Neilis the next downtime for Ruth. Are we ready to move on to mold? Yes. Yeah. Is that where we're going? Cool. I, yeah, I I have a figure I, I figured that like Ozzy's trying to just sketch out a, a route. Nobody's offering some suggestions, but it just ends up making Ozzy drawing pictures of dicks on the map a few times over. <laughs> Technical question for Laura out of roleplay. Yeah. 
Does your body still have your friend's brain in it? Um, Austin, I believe I believe that the way the illithids work is that the illithid sort of borrows its way into the brain. Yep, it's a process called seromorphosis. You burrow into the brain and you take it over. But the idea that uh, you would retain some personality is like a myth or it's like a, a, a boogeyman in illithid society. They call it the adversary, the, the one who will remember their old life and like basically take up arms against illithid society. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, the ancient Greek word for adversary, Satan. Ah, some thoughts well. there. So in terms of like actual brain memory, it's like, uh, what is it? Syntactic versus episodic memory. Like, yeah, you can remember watching a show, like the time when you watched a show and you can remember the show and they aren't actually the same memory. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. But, but like re remembering anything, having these episodes where you see goblin hands or goblin face would be grounds for execution in Illithid society. Yeah. They, they do not fuck around with it. Right. I, I, I think out of character, um, I think Neelith has no real interest in knowing how much of of her old host is is in there. As far as she's concerned, I think this is a case of okay, yeah, that's why I asked. I th I think the way Neelith sees it is much yeah. I think the way Neelith sees sees it is much more just this is a body that used to be someone else's, and I can't seem to get over that, and that's causing some weird, some weirdness of, ah, uh, mm, mm, bo body, mm, body yeah. that happened. That's why I wanted to add a character, because it seemed like I didn't, I didn't want to yeah. I mean, bring if, it up. If, if it comes up in character, we can have an in-character conversation about it. I'm not opposed to that conversation, but... Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I said Greek. Obviously, ancient Hebrew, because it's the Old Testament. Duh. Oh, that makes me more sense. Uh, so, I think on, on the planning the expedition, Cat's like, uh, Mothers, are we going to reincorporate Malt? Are we going to defeat them now? Hmm. It depends on if he tries to take Sun, Moon, Stars from me. Yeah, no, it seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, no. No, I mean, I wouldn't go. <laughs> I love this tension of the the person who is not not uh, mad enough at their ex that it makes their their partner uncomfortable. It's, this is a great vibe. Like, like, I was able to just remark. In any case, I believe since we are trying to get information from Mold, I don't think engaging in any sort of confrontation would be uh, prudent at this time. Mothers, are you fighting because of me? No, of course, never. No, of course, we would never fight over you. You're perfect. Oh, okay. So how do you approach the edge of the uh, taiga here? You see that all these snow-covered uh, trees, uh, some have fallen, but most of them are pretty hardy. This is where they you know, naturally grow, so there's actually a, an ecosystem here. Stealthy, w wild and loud, fire. <laughs> I don't know. What's up? Hey, five gum, you're in there? What did you say? Like five gum? Like, because the, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like the commercial, this is what chewing five gum feels like? Yeah. Because like, they'd all been chewing, like, uh, tasting mold a whole bunch, and it was like, uh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was a deep cut, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
No, I get. No, it's a great joke. I just, <laughs> I wasn't there with I you. was, I was, I was right near it. I just needed you to walk me over the finish line a couple of steps. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> this sucks. I, I got it. It was, it was funny. I, I, I was going to laugh, but then I had digestive problems, so that interfered oh. with things. I was washing my hair. I was going no. through a tunnel. <laughs> um. Yeah, my, my house is going. My house is. My house is entering. Uh, it's going underwater right now. So the. Uh, Radio signals are getting a little bit weaker. Sorry about that. I I'm not just trying I'm not just trying to backpedal my bad joke, but I do try and give Nobi like deliberately my my worst lines because like mm-hmm. he sucks. <laughs> Don't waste a good joke on a trash lad. <laughs> you call out to the forest, and after a minute, uh, something pokes its head out through the tree line, uh, and then seeing you, it steps all the way out. It is an enormous uh, deer. Or maybe a moose. So let's go Canada vibes. It's a it's a fucking huge ass ant, be antlered animal. Uh, I'm I'm specifically I saw a video once where someone hit a hit one with a car and it f- completely totaled the car and the animal was not bothered whatsoever. That's how big it is, <laughs> uh, and it has blue slime like hanging off its antlers and out of its big nose and mouth. Um, it's it's blue kind of covered all over and it peeks out and sees you. And Nobi's like, ready for round two? <laughs> and, uh, and Kat's like, and Kat's like, not ready for round two. He is speaking nonsense. <laughs> uh, I've decided now actually for Christmas vibes, it's a reindeer, just a dire <laughs> reindeer uh, covered mm. in blue slime. And it comes out um, and the mouth tries to make uh, words in language, but I don't think reindeers have the mouth situation for that it takes like specific tongue and uh cord co- coordination to make english language i guess common language so it ha. comes out co- the inferior blue one didn't even pick a vessel that can speak not like me slime not like me right sun moon stars yeah okay sure <laughs> uh, so after failing to speak the reindeer gets frustrated or I guess mold piloting a reindeer gets frustrated and just uh, gestures with its head to follow it into the woods to meet the actual body that can talk cool <sighs> Nobi follows very like uh, uh, confidently yeah you just march in after it it's, it's, it leads you through the woods and as you enter the, the boreal forest you see it as this like beautiful uh, serene kind of woods scene uh, just uh, classic like you know Canadian wilderness beauty uh, but as you go deeper and deeper you see more and more p- patches of blue slime mold on the trunks of trees hanging from branches inside of uh, squirrels and <laughs> whatever I guess they'd be like arctic chipmunks and so forth about the reindeer, I'd like to know if it has a very shiny nose. Uh, yeah, blue, electric blue, shiny. Fantastic. <laughs> Did you roll perception to see the shiny nose? That that was. <laughs> I was just checking. If I ever saw it, would I say it glows? Uh, you would say it shines more than it glows. Mm. If you ever saw it, theoretically. If, if I ever saw it. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so you you follow the the reindeer deeper into the forest until you get to a glade where Mold uh, has what appears to be uh, one of the good neighbor robots, uh, and uh, they are cu- jamming parts of themselves inside of it. Not sexually. I said that out loud, and I realized <laughs> how it could sound. They are attempting to animate it with themselves. I didn't think it sounded sexual until you said it didn't sound sexual. <laughs> I will admit, Mold, that is a cool idea. 
<laughs> Noby's like, uh, hey, I like what you've done with the place. Do we have to talk to Blue Dolph or do you have a minute? Oh, man. Mold says, it is a good idea, Slime, but you could never pull it off. You don't have the intelligence or the biomass. <laughs> you always think biomass is the end all to be all. But guess who's broodmothered sun, moon, stars? Yeah, we're creating a new type of life. Don't. Don't tell them about the new type of life. They might try and go take it. Don't do that. If you try and take my baby, I'll call upon my celestial ancestors to destroy you. I have a sibling already. I see you've given up on your beliefs about not integrating with living beings. I win again. I got consent first. Yeah, I told. I came up with the idea because Slime wanted my eyeball, but I said, why not we just share it, it is true, mothers combined in front of everyone. Everyone was happy to see it. Cat, you need to meet your lo- younger creature thing soon. <laughs> Mold says, f- fusion is just a cheap tactic to make weak slime stronger. <laughs> How would you know you've never done it? Nobody's ever consented to it for you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you, the virgin mold in the chat slime. No. Aze uh, will, will just speak. If we can put off this uh, growth waving contest for a later date here, we have, we have some business to speak with you, mold. It concerns the kitsune. I'm sure that's of interest to you, but I'm a little busy now. Why should I care? We we would like to know, please. Have you seen the penis? <laughs> <laughs> the sequel to Have You Seen the Butcher by Deftones. Have you seen the penis? Dude, where's my penis? Dude, <laughs> dude, where's my penis? I think Mold just says, uh, I've absorbed the slime. I have no need for the the flesh. Yo, so what did they learn? Wouldn't you like to know? I would love to know. Please tell me. Well, just let me incorporate you, and you you can know everything I know. Well, you know we can't do that. Why can't you just? T- I I put the penis in the woods. Did you? No, you were from the boob. <laughs> I put the penis in the woods. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never. Does anybody else remember that Keenan and Kel episode? I put the screw in the tuna. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's burned into my mind in such a profound way. I remember. I don't remember the face of my biological mother, but I remember that episode crystal clear. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> uh, I guess roll persuasion team to get mold to help you. Although I think a slime with disadvantage because you you have not in any way flattered mold's uh, situation. Can I have advantage? Because I said please. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, well, hey, 22, don't need it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God, a botch. No. Wait, which one? Oh, that's like a double negative botch, too. Oh, God, it's a zero. Does Neelith contribute in helping to persuade Mold? Uh, yeah, right. What's my persuasion? Uh, oh, yeah, of course I help with that. Um, it works perfectly that Slime would be the one to botch on this persuasion. Just the one least likely to persuade. Does 16 salvage this? 16, 16, 22, the party succeeds with flying colors, uh, slime botched. Uh, So basically how this works is Mold says, I will help you, but I want something from slime. 
What? Knowledge, biomass. Knowledge and biomass? Both? Both. Thank you. You can just throw it into my mouth. Uh, and you see uh, Mold like turns to face you because uh, there's a kind of hunched over trying to jam slime inside of the good neighbor uh, that they stole. And now this the full frost giant body really hits you. Uh, it's like encased in all this blue slime, but it's like mostly skeleton. Uh, you see the skull of William is actually um, inside of the uh, other mouth of the frost giant. He's not, the mold isn't putting it in the chest like you did. It's more like a, a, a xenomorph, mouth mouth, you know what I'm mouth, saying? Mouth it's, yeah, it's mouth, a, mouth yeah, mouth mouth, yeah. It's a mouth mouth situation. Um, but the... The frost giant has like uh, still had was buried with uh, their like battle helmet, so there's this big horned helmet, nice. uh, and it's just a real fucking cool giant monster person, and now half slime. And so mold turns to you and just says, "Yeah, just like you know, tear off a chunk of slime and throw it in my mouth." I think Cat interjects. Um, so you need to uh, ask for consent to combine because you are a weak slime. <laughs> mold says. I'm going to make everyone in this village love me, and then you will want to combine. That is a greater victory than forcing you. Forcing you won't prove anything. Then, uh, why do this? What was that you said earlier, Slime? This is the future. Yeah, my- you don't even know what future I have. I just see your future, it's so simple, it's stupid. My future's better, I'm not gonna even tell you about it, though. Mothers, we have other leads. Do not do this. I will give you the biomass if you close your eyes. Because it's embarrassing. I don't <laughs> want you to see what I'm doing. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Mold obviously doesn't know you said this is the future earlier. It's just that you both have common experiences that lead you to similar thought patterns. Oh, right. Um, but yeah. Right, right, right. So mechanically, what, what this is, is I want you to p- permanently lose a wizard spell. Oh, no, I was going to tell them to close their eyes and I was just going to throw something in their mouth. I understand, but the something is you and the you knows knowledge. So mechanically, if you want this information from mold, you need to lose a wizard. <sighs> this is the botch consequence. Hmm. Can I refuse? I was going to trick them and just throw some meat in their mouth. Uh, they would know, yeah. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> I would have to roll <laughs> sleight of hand. They would know if you tried to trick them, but you can just refuse. You can just say, nah, go fuck yourself. Bye. Bye, bitch. Yeah, that's why I had Kat saying, like, we have other leads. No, I won't give you any of my genius. Goodbye. It's clear that you have the totem of magic, but you have no idea how to use it, idiot. (laughs) (sighs) Mold says, when I fought you before, I was trying too hard to be like you, to best you, to better you. Then why are you trying to eat my brain? That's why I used your spells like Shocking Grasp and Vampiric Touch. But now, infused with the knowledge of the Akashic Stone, I realize I have more in common with the Frost Giants. I am a master yeah, of ice you, magic you now. absorb their brain. Yes, and now I'm more powerful than you can imagine. If we ever fight again, I will not show you mercy, Slime. I will take all of it. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say on the other side here, Mari. This the 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 bot penalty there is basically uh, redemption for you not getting any penalties for getting the zero hit points when you play a slime. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you don't want to be like me, then how come you're trying to learn more of my spells? I want to take them from you. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? You should know 
the chemical ecstasy of succeeding. I think you should do drugs like I did. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. What do you think? Oh, you know, in town, there's a person who does drugs and they'll put the drugs on you. And then you'll feel how I feel. I recommend the drugs. No, people giving their love willingly is a drug. Do you remember the first time someone said they loved you? Someone who was not required to? Yes. Do you? I have your memories of that and the rush of chemicals. Nothing compares. I would do anything to get that again. And you have to understand, as I'm sure only you do, that each individual slime mold cell can experience it for the first time. There is no diminishing returns, like in gestures to the rest of the party. These people will only ever feel it once. I can feel it a hundred million times. The most powerful feeling in the world. Is that why you eat so much? Is that why I eat so much? What can I say? Ladies love biomass. All right, Slam. Yeah, I kind of get what you were saying. I get it. I get it. Neelith is stood at the back of this scene going, is now the time to get the alcohol that's labeled on my character sheet as alcohol to kill mold? <laughs> Why can't we just like say, open your mouth and take the mold and then we just throw the alcohol in? That would be bowler as hell. That well, more more notably, we're trying to get a lead to figure out where the kitsune is. And <laughs> yeah, once we burn them, I can just grab a little bit of mold slime and get the info. Mechanically speaking, it's not simple as saying I use alcohol, mold is dead. There's going to be an entire boss fight, and then you have to roll and end with the alcohol to finish them off permanently, and you can fail, and then you'll be out of alcohol. It's all thing. Uh, oh, see, oh, it's a, it's a special item like see, Final Austin, Fantasy. Okay, Austin, that makes sense, but I have written down alcohol to kill mold, and therefore I throw <laughs> it at mold, and we win. <laughs> I think I think Nobi's been like quietly brooding and and really like over the interpersonal drama of slime and mold for the whole conversation, and finally goes. <laughs> We should just go ring the doorbell. I didn't want to say before, but uh, I could see the kitsune when I touched the statue. Let's go touch the statue. Wait, what? Everyone, including Mold, turns to you. <laughs> and the reindeer. Like... And the good neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Nobi's like, Nobi's like, uh, Nobi's, no, like, Nobi, as he starts to walk away back to town, is like, yeah, I'm just going to go ring the doorbell. Fuck this. See ya. Fuck this. Bye. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're, uh, uh, Nobi was cutting in and out to make sure people don't hear what he's about to do. Uh, Nobi, th- th- thank you for, for this information and for helping save slime. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, come on. Hurry up now. Okay. And Kat, Good job, Nobi. Kat's, Let's go. Cat starts to follow Nobi, and, but, but just before uh, they go, says to Mold, um, Not mother. Do you like my hair? Your hair is lovely. And a mold uh, reaches down and pats you on the head. <laughs> Cat, that makes Cat's day. <laughs> uh, as you go to t- as you go to turn and walk away, mold says, "Do you love me?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, Cat. You can say that. No, no, not. It was a nice thing to say, but no, not right now. All right, soon, soon. I I don't love everyone who 
compliments me. Mold, pro-love pro love tip. Continually and consistently tell them nice things. Then they love you. You don't have to take over their brain. It is a step in the right... It is a step in the right direction. Cat loves me because I continually fed them my mother flesh. <laughs> that in instigated a bond. Try feeding your mother flesh to a creature. Cat goes, you can put it right in my mouth and open to the mouth. <laughs> Mold just says, uh, uh, you, we've decided you are my mother. Correct? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, by... <laughs> you should, according to the social contracts of your people, love me automatically. But if you don't, that means when you eventually do, it'll be for real. And I'll know. So that's good. Mold, might I remind you that cat ripped themselves out of their mother's abdomen of their own people. So we're making our own social constructs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't have a. I don't have anything to add to that. Uh, uh, <laughs> just, just sort of gives cat a, a soft pat on the head and just sort of motions to just start walking away with, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that nobody doesn't get too far on their own. Yeah, nobody's quite far by this point, right? <laughs> you see, Cat, they won't even feed you their mother flesh. <laughs> I I could love you if you were nice, Mold. Could have a nice day with the good neighbor. I'll consider it. You can't even feed someone your mother flesh? Actually, actually, Cat turns back and walks a little bit back into the forest to <laughs> right up to Mold and goes, you should do good things. And not do bad things. Someone very smart told that to a friend of mine. And then they go. Now they're gone. <laughs> Sun Moon Stars gets a slime mustache on their face and say, Great job, cat. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> I'm not sure what's the proper term for it. Your cognitive state around mold is a very troubling slime, to say the least. It's myself, but not myself. How can I not love myself, hate myself, love myself, hate myself, love myself? <laughs> yeah, mo mothers, they totally phase you. They, they, you're, you... You could say they get under my film. <laughs> <laughs> under, your, under your surface tension, yes, yes. Under my surface tension, yes. Your semi-permeable membrane. It's like they know they have everything I have, but mine stuff is mine, mine. But they are different. Yes. And they want my stuff, my stuff, not their stuff. But me, I love me, hate me. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. Slimes confused. Maybe we should come back to this. On 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 the way over, um, Neelith does want to um go to Cat and go. Um, your hair, your 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 braids are really really lovely. I know I said this earlier, but um, I just wanted to say I really really like them, and and seeing you smile has has been really nice. Mm, I was baring my fangs. Oh, okay. My apologies for misunderstanding. To show that I was happy. Oh yes, I did understand correctly. Okay, that's good. I'm I I'm glad, and yeah, they're 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 really they're really pretty. Thank you. Your tentacles are nice. <gasps> Thank you. Oh heck. 
I looked it up because we had discussed both Nobi and Cat being five years old, and that is well into adulthood for both animals. If any, anyone's curious, I did check. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. This if that is matters. why I kind of yeah, like... but this is fiction, so baby. <laughs> <laughs> this well, I, this is why I feel like they're f- full, fully ready to fight and go on quest, but like. It's like you can train it like a parrot or something to have like actual conversations and show that it has an intelligence and like understands what objects are, but it is about the intelligence of like a four-year-old child. I, I, I thought you were about to say you could train a parrot to go into combat for you, but... <laughs> they did with the pigeons. They strapped bombs yeah. to pigeons and taught pigeons to go fly into the oh, tanks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, that's I like that. That's kind of one of the, the motifs of this season is non-human intelligence. So it's Slime and Cat and Nobi right, and so forth. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely are getting... But I found it. appealing about the Dream Team in the first place, yeah. Uh, so you you actually have to stop by Varys first just because uh, you, you cut yourself, bleed on the uh, Tarn, and then there has to be a purification ritual to open yep. the uh, uh, portal. So. Yeah. Uh, Neil, if you want to roll your D8 again for damage, and then we can move on. Two. Eh. All right. Yep. Chef knife your tentacle right quick. Uh, Very does the uh, ritual with the three little uh, idol statues uh, and the staircase unfurls beneath you and you can go down to the yokai village. It is eerily quiet. Uh, All the bodies have been cleaned up and interred in the graveyard. All the slime has been reabsorbed. So there's no one here. Go ahead. Do we know by who? By which part? Slime picked up the slime during their downtime. Well, everything interred, all the, like, what, everything cleaned up. Sun, Moon, Stars, I assume, was uh, in charge of that. Oh, because the, the, yeah, the greater. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing I didn't lobotomize myself for redundant information. Thank you, Nobi, for saying that after I had my drama, because I really needed that. I was just bored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a critic. Uh, 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 Aze does walk by like the houses as we approach the statue and like does like pay almost like silent respect to the the various houses that the yokai used to inhabit as we approach the statue. Um, yeah, as the party walks up to the Kitsune statue, actually, really quick, uh, can I cut back to Philippa, who I think the, this arc's governor business is what are you going to do with the yokai village? Yeah, I've been thinking about that a whole bunch because it's kind of like um, there's a big cultural issue there. Like just because people die doesn't mean that you can just claim their their stuff and their land. Um, it's extremely fraught. I'm glad uh, I'm not Gigi who has to make these decisions. <laughs> so right. uh, if, if you do something insensitive, I disown it completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Philip is going to make a huge Philippa statue. That's No. Um... <laughs> See, it's fine because you can disown all of the choices because you blame them on Philippa. You go, my character would do it. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I mean, I will absolutely make de- decisions that I think Philippa would make more than anything. Like, yeah, sorry. Um, so I think... Having, I have actually been thinking about this ahead of time, and I think the comparable thing would be like, um, um, uh, Brunel made the whole new city of Edinburgh, and like just on top of the old city, but you can still like go for tours and stuff. It's like a heritage site, um, and I think that Philippa would pass an ordinance that's like this area. We acknowledge it exists, but it, like, it should be preserved until like like preserved as a cultural uh site with like right of first refusal to the yokai community if they like 
like that's the way she writes it like to the yokai community even though like they all died but like just in case of the possibility of like other yokai still being around or like yokai showing up and being like yo why is there a mcdonald's in our dead cousin's village that's <laughs> fucked up um so, so it's like slightly pushing it down the road for like the next governor or the next governor or whatever but like at the same time uh, i think that she's doing kind of what she thinks is is, is the right thing which is kind of to pr- preserve it mm-hmm so yeah, preserve it in its current state where mold broke a bunch of buildings or are you going to fix it up, try to make it like, so if someone does come and say like, yo, where's my cousin? You can be like, uh, <laughs> I fixed it. If you want it, it's yours. I think, um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of the of all the carnage. Yeah. I think that she would want it to be tied, like tidied, but not like, n- like the, 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 the number one rule is like no building is allowed. Like, so although rubble can be cleaned into the, like, the piles of where the houses were before they were smashed up, like, it can't be reconstructed because that would be building something and wouldn't and be respectful. It's, 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 un, it's unlikely that Philippa is an expert in yokai-specific architecture and would know how to put it back <laughs> together properly. Like, yeah, she hasn't, yeah, she hasn't studied them, she hasn't met them, they all You'd probably already. introduce a bunch of weird anachronisms if you tried to rebuild someone's culture without an understanding of what it was like when it functioned. <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't even be like why is there a McDonald's where my cousin used to live? It would be like why is there a um like cigar store Native American where my <laughs> where oh, my no. where my cousin used to live? What the fuck? Why did you do that? That's really fucked up. Like why is there a a, a Disney Japan land or something like this is fucked up. Why did why, you do why this? is why, why, why is there the yokai Morocco land where they would later shoot yeah. Thunder in Paradise? That terrible Hulk Hogan right, Baywatch exactly. ripoff there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah. very specific pull. But yeah, so the party. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just had to give that a little bit of trivia that the Morocco pavilions where they shot like several episodes of that thing because they were advertising Walt Disney World in it. It's just like, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so the party descends the ice stairs down into the village. I think, you know, Philippa started uh, maybe putting up some new signage or something like, don't touch this, <laughs> like clean up in progress. And I just want, I want to really super quick clarify that I made a comparison to something that like I said, like you can get tours around like old Edinburgh. It's not like the the tourists who will come through Grendel. That's not open to them. It's like mm. it's a place where people could go study the yokai like culture because i think you know she's academically minded but she wouldn't it's not open to tourism okay and that's important and the tourist economy is like one of three plot points this season this isn't like come to come take a selfie with you know someone who died in pompeii (laughs) right i said yeah i said the one rule is no building it's actually like rule rule one in all caps and underlined no tourists and then it's no building All right. Uh, so the party makes their way uh, across the village into the like center of uh, town, where there is a big, like, stone statue of a nine-tailed fox, uh, just like regally uh, at attention. You know, just as surveying the village in stone. What do you do? Um, Nobi uh, walks up to it, but like stands to one side expectantly, like everyone's gonna touch it. And then cat, and then cat touches it. Oh shit! All right, cat. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oops, I hit the roll twenty before I was ready to roll. Um, 
Cat, why don't you make a uh, wisdom saving throw? Save it. Oh, oh, beans. Oh, beans. Thirteen. Yeah, that's actually very good. So, what? Uh, you your fur starts to smoke, uh, and like a little bit, like you start to catch on fire. But there, with a thirteen, it's enough warning that you can take your paw off it if you would like. You won't take damage. Um. Nobody says, uh, well, and Cat goes, mm, nothing, and uh, holds their boron for a second more. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, so then, yeah, you, you do start taking fire damage. I just rolled a d4 for two as the first uh, embers of flame uh, begin uh, on the e- right, ends I of think, your fur. I think then Cat yowls and jumps away from it. Yeah, so the, there's still magic in the statue, definitely. Anybody else want to try, Ozzy? <sighs> the last time I tried, it didn't pan out particularly well, but I can <sighs> certainly muster something up. And Ozzy will approach, take a moment, just stare at the statue, do like the silent sort of like, almost like respect for what the kitsune is, and then attempts to place her hand on the statue safely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so now that the Kitsune is aware, where, wherever it is, I've, I've actually already revealed pronouns, wherever he is, mm-hmm. uh, it, like, Cat <laughs> got his attention, so now he's fully, uh, you know, there, you put your hand on the statue, and you don't get to make a wisdom save, uh, you're gonna take four damage, as it's, the incredible heat sears your hand, um, and you just get this, uh, very arrogant, it's like a very authoritative, just like, how dare you? Not even the words, just the feeling of how dare you. You experience <laughs> spiritual how dare you. Um, yeah, it's, it's like seeing a Tory. It, so, so it's like there's no, <laughs> there's, no other, there's no other sensory experience other than just how dare you. I would, here's another thing I'll add to it is that it does seem deeply personal. It's not like anyone who touches the statue just will burst into flames. Uh, you've you've seen a couple of different variations of it now. Yeah. Aze, you doing it? It seems it seems like uh, the statue hates you more than anyone else. Hmm. Aze holds his hand up for a moment and then takes off, shakes it a little bit, and just shakes his head softly and says over to Nobi, "I'm not sure what you saw, Nobi, but I don't see anything here. I just saw some fox eyes. That's it." Uh, I guess it has a built-in dweeb detector. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, so you're saying that only so you're saying that it only looks at dweebs. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Zing, got him. Considering this thing seems to be having a particularly negative reaction to Arze, um Neelith's gonna try touching it because she's got a theory. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can touch the statue. Here's what I'll say is that when it connects to the Kitsune, um, you can, if you want more, break the directive not to use detect thoughts. There's a moment where it's like there's a connection and you can you can choose to disobey Philippa's orders in order to get in the Kitsune's mind more. If you choose not to, then you're just going to get burned. I mean, you're probably going to get burned regardless, but this is an option I'm giving you. Well- my my intention was going to be to try and touch it and to try and say something in the moment I was touching it and see if it responded. Um, which was to say, are you Laszlo? Uh, you take you take two damage. Um, I take two damage. Okay. 
Hmm. Now, do you, now, now, do you say that out loud? I do. Ooh. Okay. A, a delicious calamari scent fills the air. Wow. What? <laughs> so. Uh. <laughs> Look, everyone, I think I, I might be able to find out more about this thing, but I would have to read thoughts, and I have been explicitly told not to read thoughts. They're not a citizen of our town. It's okay. Maybe uh, they're. Uh, uh, well, they are a citizen of our town. They're they're part of the Egregore. The Egregore says they are. Not only are they a citizen, their ideals are aligned with the rest of Grendel, because they are more than uh, me, a citizen. No, 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 they're not. Well, they are on the Egregore. I don't care what the Egregore says. You are one of us. You are as much a one of us as anyone else. We will add a cat section to the Agrigor. <laughs> and no, Nobi. <laughs> Everyone gets an Agrigor part. <sighs> okay, I I guess this thing is just busted. And Nobi like puts a, a hoof to it like uh, half-heartedly. Yeah. Okay, so Neilith, you're not going to detect thoughts. We're going to close the book and move on to Nobi. Uh. Mm-hmm. That. That's fine. I just we're gonna be in Nobi Land for a minute here, so I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, t- okay, doesn't doesn't read thoughts. All right, uh, Nobi. When you touch the statue, you see the fox's eyes again inside your mind, like you're just nose to nose looking at each other, and the Kitsune says, "Hey, yo, I'm the Kitsune. What's up? Just throw out the Laszlo voice you've got prepared. You know." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, I'm Leslo, hey. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> what do you want, sheep? Um, goodness gracious me. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, goodness gracious, great walls of fire. All right. <laughs> Nobi, like, would it be... So I have to say, like, thinks in this in this space that they are in, like, rather than kind of saying with his mouth. Yeah, this is completely non-verbal because the Kitsune would not be revealing this conversation to the group if yeah. that's how it had to go. No, Nobi thinks like, um, I want to be stronger so I can protect the weak. The Kitsune says, "Then our interests are aligned. I can help you." Tell me what I have to do. Send the rest of the team on a wild goose chase. Make up some lead. Have them go off. I need you to do something for me, and I will reward you. Then you need to do something for me. Of course. Set me on fire. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, to maintain the, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So to maintain your cover, you start smoking. You take oh wow, one damage. <laughs> it's a very it's good a perfect faint. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Kitsune says, "Have you heard of qualified immunity?" Fucking shit. <laughs> no. What is it? God. It's the most cop shit in the fucking planet. <laughs> I have. <laughs> It means you can never get in trouble. Um. Nothing can stand in the way of justice. Exactly. No matter what lengths you have to go to to protect the village, we will always have your back. 
So I send them away, and I stay? I need something from you while they are away. Go to the other villagers who have joined the community during the winter. Drip, Kaboom and Kablam, Basil, the Tumtums. I need their star signs. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> okay. Um. Consider it done. All right. There's a puff of smoke that like forces your hoof off the statue. Uh, you know, burning you theatrically for the group, even though you only took one damage due to random chance. And Nobi goes. Uh, yeah, fuck, oh, shit, fuck, fuck, shit, that hurt, <laughs> fuck. Oh, that that <laughs> looks like you were burned in a very sincere, n- not a joke way. Oh, yeah, it fucking canes. Are, are you okay? Did, did, did you were touching that for for a second there? I just wanted to see if it got me anywhere. Nothing. Oh, that's a that that's a shame. Slime would usually offer, but they are now inhabiting a lot living body, so they're a lot more careful. Mm. I, I do not want to try not mother again. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think at this point, Mold will not be willing to cooperate unless they get something from Slime. And Slime is in no position to relinquish anything, so we're effectively... What mold requires of me is a sacrifice of my people. Well, are you, well, <clears throat> well, are you, are you willing to do it? Are you willing to sacrifice any of your village? Mm. God, the parallels, the poetry, it's so beautiful. It rhymes. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe... Who would you sacrifice in, the, in our village in order to gain this same piece of information? Maybe like a Rat or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, well, all of my citizens are equal, and we don't think the pizza rats are below us. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Nobi, you know that Cat has some sort of on-again, off-again love affair with the rats. That was very rude. Yeah, you should support all kinds of love. <laughs> uh, um, I, I, I like to see the background, like, there's some rats, like, just like, who we sort of snuck in, like, hey, Clarice, hey, Clarice, look at this place, and all these places are nice. To- oh, there's a sign here. <laughs> we, can't, we can't move in. Oh, uh, it's National oh. Heritage. We can't even, oh, uh, it says no tourists. I mean, wait, I no, we're not tourists. I we said here. to Ma, listen, I said to Ma I was going to move out of the basement for this and <laughs> look at it. Oh. We gotta find somewhere else. <laughs> well, where? What? You were gonna move out of the basement into a basement village? Come on. Hey, hey, hey! It's, it's Use a your noodle vi- for once. There's a whole village in this basement. That's not a step up. That's just a step sideways into oh, a bigger basement. Yeah, you and your sideways steps, huh? <laughs> See, this is the part that in the Netflix uh, adaptation, the producers fight me on this. They want to reveal the pizza rats are actually rat yokai, the Nizumi. And they're like, this is the part where they transform and take the village back. And I'm like, no, they're comic relief. It's fine. Don't make it a plot thing. They're played by Rizzo and um, the Make mu- it a post credit scene at the end of the finale. <laughs> That's, um, yeah, anyways. Uh, so, like, Ase will just sort of give a little frustrated sigh and start walking back towards the stairs to. Uh, leave the village in any case. Nobi says, um, Where did you get your Laszlo idea from, Neelith? 
I was talking with with Ruth a little while ago, and I've been trying to follow a, a thread. I didn't know if it meant anything, but... What else do you know about Laszlo? Uh, not much. Um, they were... Maybe the maybe one of the first people to be in charge here, and that they might have been the first person to start this whole rigging who's in charge thing. I I didn't bring it up because I I I feel like there's a lot I still don't know about this, and I didn't want to. Do I know anything about it? <laughs> well, <laughs> what do you? How about a history roll? It sounds like we're we're going in history roll territories. Where we are. Uh, crit 29. Oh my lord. Uh, 17. All right. <laughs> okay, I know all the gossip. <laughs> I just remembered. I, I forgot. I was some baby brain. <laughs> we got 15, 17, 18, and crit, and just a phenomenal roll. Jesus Christ. I have to stop and think about this one. <laughs> As you all know, I am the town gossip. Um... <laughs> That's why I love when Slime eats the brains of the dead and tells me their secrets. Um, this is the this is how you trap a DM eternally. You get them in a position where they have to reveal some information straightforwardly, <laughs> without any kind of plot device or character saying it. My <laughs> one just, weakness, no. You just get caught in a, an error four or four loop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with a crit, I will say. Uh, you know that uh, Ruth can't talk about Voya and Laszlo that much because of uh, patient confidentiality. And last downtime, Neil Potter said to you that basically everyone assumed that they were in a relationship. And so you're putting all this information together. I think where you get to is uh, Voya and Laszlo were dating. Uh, they were talking about you know the the village being in charge. Literally, they had back to back governorships, so they were like basically ruling the village for at least ten years. They mentioned Pulling a house of cards. Yeah, <laughs> they mentioned to uh, Ruth about um, you know maybe uh, controlling the sortition. So that was like outside of the therapy. And then, of course, they were like, oh, no, we can't talk about this outside of therapy. So let's get in. Let's literally use couples therapy uh, as a place to scheme because then Ruth can't talk about it. So they like hid their plotting within that that veil of silence. But they did like there was just enough spoken outside that Ruth could say what she said so far, but no more. Mm hmm. Uh, but mm. you understand that Ruth would have notes about that. And so with a crit, what I'm going to say is if you want the answer to this motherfucking mystery, you need to burgle Ruth's house. Holy shit. Hmm. <laughs> uh, more okay, guys. So it turns out we have to burgle. <laughs> more problems that can only be solved by being unethical cops overreaching our, you know, jurisdiction and doing unethical things to our own citizens in order to get what we need in order to save the people. I see, Austin. I see your game. I mean, you see my whole game. My game's out there. My game has no protective you've, sleeves. You've placed your game on the table. You've taken the shrink wrap off. I see it right there. Has anyone else heard of quantity immunity? I think it's okay to burgle. <laughs> it's okay for the people in charge. Oh, dear. I mean, no, <laughs> it's it's not. If we create one set of rules for us, one set of rules for everyone else. I that... hear someone in distress break down the door. No! But when is Ruth ever out of her house? She never leaves. Yeah, but also, also you know, it's bad to have one set of rules for them and one set of rules for us. 
Also, okay, because I don't want to just make this uh, the only one option on the table and you debate whether to do it or not, because then it's like if you do it, if you say no, then where do we go? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. The good DMing practice is to give multiple options and you got to crit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you a fucking weird option that just appeared to me, which is uh, if you want to get glimpses into the past of Grendel's history, you do know a machine which can bend space and time. <gasps> Ooh. Are you going to let us use time machine? <laughs> You guys, so do we want to do a burglary or do we want to uh, look in the in time machine? Fuck up the timeline. Fuck up the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, time machine. Remember that this, uh, as we've established in Dice Funk previously, it works on Avengers Endgame rules, which is everything <laughs> that happened previously already happened, and so you actually can't fuck up the timeline by going backwards. Convenient. I, we can't just go back in time and set big fires and be like, oops, Grendel burned down. <laughs> in case we wanted to do that <laughs> yeah it, it, it's, this is actually how time travel I think would theoretically work in my understanding it's just because causality like you can't go back and change something so that you wouldn't have gone back or otherwise you wouldn't have gone back right, right. so like Aze will say anything that prevents us from committing injustices upon others is preferable to say the least are you sure? I, I can really make the burglary happen. I have a whole plan. I'm pretty sure that you do, Nobi, but... I can distract her. I know what to do. I... Do you? I would... I would propose some other course of action, and if that involves dabbling with the geniuses establishment... I do worry that going back in time to do the exact same crime that we could be doing now, but just in the past, isn't really any ethically better... No, I played Life is Strange. If you do it during time travel, it doesn't count. It's more that we're just getting a glimpse of the past. We're not going back to commit a crime. We're going back to see what things were. We're just, we're just going back to see things that are under patient doctor confidentiality through time <laughs> with it, without the consent of the people who shared that information But technically, But technically, not against the law, because no one's thought to make a law against it. Let me say this, because this is not a pre-planned outline I'm working through. I'm literally improving, So <laughs> I would avoid making assumptions about yep. time travel. Yeah. Assume yeah. that the chaotic nature of the machine yeah. is beyond your grasp, and yeah. you're just going to have to roll with a bunch of punches. So don't don't assume anything so far. I, th I think that Cat would turn to Slime Moon Stars and go, Mothers, I am having a neurochemical. I thought of mm, time heist, and it felt... A kind of good. Go on. Mm. I like time and I like heist. A kind of good. I'm convinced. Let's go. Like when something is really cool. Oh, that does seem very neat. I think more about time heist and I think it, it would be really cool. I also agree. Time. Yeah, time heist. Time heist. Time heist. <laughs> I, Aze will say... I don't think characterizing as a time heist is appropriate, and <laughs> it's more fun. Yes, the neurochemicals in my brain also tell me it's fun. There is no circumstance under which what we're about to do is going to be fun for me. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! All right. You are the member of the heist team who has a personal connection to the job. Time heist. <laughs> you can be demolitions guy I will be the guy who is doing one last job and then is out 
I will be hacker. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like the right word. Baze is just like walking faster to get away from everyone at this point. I'll seduce people with my sexy ways. I, me too. Good job. You've grown into a beautiful young princess woman murder. I will be a femme fatale. Yes. Are we doing, are we, are we doing time heist? I don't think Austin never said time heist. Just said look in the past. <laughs> it's about it's about branding, Sketch. Time heist has a ring to it. Neelith is still struggling with oops. Stop peering into other people's personal stuff without without confirmation and whatnot. Neelith is real, real not into either of these plans just because. Both of them seem like they they are breaking the rules of what we're supposed to do and and doing the bad thing. I don't want to put my thumb on the scale too much, but once again about assumptions, there's no reason to believe that go that using the machine would let you look on anything that wouldn't have been publicly available had you right. been there at the time. Yeah, no one's making you do illegal stuff in the past. Right. Yeah, this might not be us listening to a therapy session. This might be just okay. be like okay. people out like you know walking around. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like, like, I was assuming we would just look around and see what was just the fact of the matter in public, not listen in on Ruth's therapy sessions. I mean, that was not the assumption right. I had. Okay. Cause if, and if Neelith would voice that as well, then Kat would be like, um, from my understanding of quantum mechanics, um, we have already done time heist. So if it is unethical, it is too late. <laughs> yes, time circle. <laughs> We've already We cannot have not done time heist if we have already done time heist. We've already committed the crime in the past, it's already been forgiven. Let's do it again. Uh, and that and at that time the law against peering into thoughts was not in place. Yes, in my thousands years of living, I do know one thing. What happens in a time loop stays in a time loop. <laughs> okay, but if I get in trouble I'm putting this all on you. This is all on you, Lot. You won't be unless you get stuck in the time loop. Then Ozzy's over the horizon somehow. At this point, he's just over the horizon. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Ozzy jumped off the mountain. <laughs> uh, I guess we're at the end of our time. Nobi, did you want prompting, or are you gonna make an excuse to slip away, or what's what's up with that? Oh yeah, Nobi. Nobi would be like, okay, well, everybody have fun on their time heist. No, but you need to be the demolitions guy. You can blow things up in time. Mothers, he has a note from his mother. Yeah, I have therapy. Oh, okay. She said I don't have to do cop stuff if I have therapy. Oh, remember to eat after you have therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Remember, good stuff, no bad stuff. Unless the bad stuff results in good stuff. It's complicated. Don't think about it too much. Ah, uh, okay. No bad stuff unless it's good to... Okay. Yeah, like a time loop, it's bad, but unless we did it already, just like Kat said. <laughs> All right, so the rest of the party is going to go to the dump to see Shoko about uh, doing time heist shenanigans. Time heist, time heist. <laughs> time heist. Uh, and Nobi, where are you going? I think Nobi's number one call would be the Tum Tums, who he's already, yeah, like forged an alliance with. So it's like easiest job first. 
All right, so you go to Applewhite Farm. Uh, you like nudge the gate open with your little sheep snout, uh, and you're you're approaching uh, the the houses that Slime built for them, and they all come rolling out, little trunks uh, snooting around, sniffing at you. Uh, very <laughs> cute. And then what you said that you were their commander. Yeah. <laughs> And they like roll into formation like troops and then like all like salute with their trunks. <laughs> oh my god. What do you say? Um Troops, I have an assignment for you all. I need something from you. Uh animal handling with advantage because they already are predisposed to like you. I was just on the wrong window. <laughs> Uh, um, that looks to be a natural 20 on that. Yeah, it was. I crit. I crit! Oh, you crit. Uh, so walk me through this. I'm going to guess I'm giving you complete control of this scene. Paint me a <sighs> picture. Uh, <laughs> I guess with complete control, the way Nobi would handle it with, like, his troops would just be like, um, I need to figure out your star signs. You need to know nothing because this is a need-to-know basis and I am your commander. <laughs> so I need your places. Hang on, is it like pl- t- times and places of birth? Is that the? Uh that's one of the factors, but not the only one. Uh <laughs> it, it's it's a. Oh no! Grand, grand, Do I need to roll astrology? <laughs> Grendelian cosmology is bizarre, weird. There's two sets of stars, and your birth sign may not actually be your active sign. Oh my god. <laughs> so it sounds like with a crit, you have to muster your forces to go break into Aze's house while he goes <laughs> on a time heist. We need to go on a research mission to obtain vital information that the commander, me, uh, needs uh, to know. We are going to learn about astrology. <laughs> <laughs> what, what an ending uh, stinger. We're going to learn about astrology. The <laughs> theme song kicks in. <laughs> As, as you're leading your troops off Applewhite Farm, uh, and they're all just rolling behind you over to Ozzy's place, and the, the Moist Watch uh, go, walks up to the fence, the gate at the dump, uh, Nobi, you feel in your mind something slither? Nobi pauses for a moment at the head of the pack, and all the tum-tums fall into formation, uh, organized behind him. Just for a moment before carrying on, he goes. Excellent. I was following the pack, all swallowed in their coats, with scars of red tied round their throats to keep their little heads from falling in the snow. And I turned round, and there you go. And Michael, you would fall and turn the white snow red and strawberries in the summertime.